All right, welcome everyone to another episode of Talking to Strangers. Uh, this one will be a little bit different than the ones in the past. Um, we're going to spend a good half to two thirds of this uh, podcast talking about uh, Stranger Damies and what has gone on since the last time we spoke uh, to all of you. Uh, but the the latter half of it will be all about our upcoming um, Extra Life uh, charity gaming marathon that is taking place on Saturday, uh, November 16th, uh, starting at 9 a.m., which will start with a live session of Stranger Damies. So uh, be sure to tune in. But um, let me introduce uh, my panel for this evening. Um, we have uh, Jenny, uh, who plays Zakara. Hi. We have uh, Steph, who plays Latari. Hello. Uh, we have Dan, who, we'll get into it, plays uh, O'Craig slash Bort. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> and, of course, everyone's favorite Dragonborn, Tom <laughs> as Tiresias. Hello, Internet. All right. So, the first question I wanted to get off the bat, and um, I'll apologize for people listening um, if... Did, Bort came between these two talking to strangers, correct, Dan? Uh, like the, what, what do you mean? Like his show, his showing up with the stallions. Uh, well, it was you brought that idea to me prior to our last session. session. Right? Yeah. Okay, so, so that, talking with strangers. You, okay. Yeah, All right. You, I just I, I had a couple questions and I didn't want to just rehash things we'd already talked about. Gotcha. Uh, you you surprised okay. me with it. I had no intention of using that character at all in this campaign. And then you just, yeah. you sprung it on me and I said, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So essentially uh, to start off, uh, my uh, idea was um, Dan had said that, you know, he, you know, wanted a uh, possibility of a second character and with them being in a place where there was a jail and uh, just the way that the characters interact, um, you know, with the wild stallions and all that. I thought it would be good to at least put Bort into this world, um, just because he would have a nice uh, back and forth between everyone involved, and I was more than happy uh, with what occurred there. But that was just my thinking. Um, it just set up a perfect situation to have some insane character like that just show up. <laughs> but so for... Let's be honest, you were just preparing if you were about to kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would rather see Dan have to figure it out. If I killed O'Craig, figure out, figure out, talking out of two characters at the same time. Yeah, yeah. No, if I killed O'Craig, just uh, <laughs> basically having to figure out what character to go to on the fly. So I, I think fun. to give a little bit of backstory, because yeah. maybe people might not have heard or anything. So the, the Bort is a barbarian turtle, and he has a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> so. <laughs> I've been in that in that uh what was that? I guess that session I was switching back between my normal voice and a Brooklyn accent and <laughs> it was not easy. It was so funny. It was very funny. Yeah, it was I will say this, that was all Dan. I had no intention of them two interacting, but he just started doing it and I'm like this is gold. This is so much better <laughs> than I was imagining it being. And I, I applaud him for that. <laughs> can I explain how ecstatic I am that someone else is doing a voice? I feel so lonely doing being the other one doing a voice. It's 
I had done it for two one shots. Yeah. And I would get confused because Anthony would also do a voice. It's really hard to maintain when someone else is doing one. Yeah. And because Anthony really just does southern accents. <laughs> True. Or, or Maine accent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, I couldn't really hone in because sometimes it would sound it would be like Brooklyn and then it would be like uh, like an orthodox Jewish accent <laughs> are you mocking me boy yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like I can't help it yeah it's difficult I'm not I'm not a pro yeah, yeah. but it's think, fun it, it is a lot of fun to do yeah I think I think my favorite part of it just sitting back and watching was the little quick one-liners that I didn't notice until editing that you had thrown out there. Um, no, like, I wouldn't know either. <laughs> yeah, you were you were just like, yeah, what the fucking lizard said. Like, <laughs> just, just calm, no hesitation. It just came out. And I didn't notice it until re-listening to the episode. And, and I was like, that was perfect. Yeah. That's my freestyle spirit. <laughs> so so my questions for Dan. Um, one, um, when... You were coming up um, with Bort originally. Um, what what was gave you the idea to go with a Brooklyn accent for a turtle? Well, Jen wanted me to do a New, Zingle, uh, New Zealand accent. Mm-hmm. She wanted me to do <laughs> like uh, Korg, like from... Taika YTT. Yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. Too. I can't do that. It's <laughs> impossible for me to do. Uh, I just, I guess if you're gonna just like I like turtles. Uh, we'll, we'll bring that. Is, like that is that a meme? I like turtles. Yes, that's, it, that's, it's like the first meme. Right. <laughs> so bring that back. Uh, and it, it occurred to me having a giant turtle with a Brooklyn accent was just funny. So, I, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles esque, but he's not a ninja. He's just a giant 300 pound turtle. <laughs> he's he's a really funny character. I wasn't yeah. sure. I, th- I remember when you first told me about your idea, I was just like, what? But you played him perfectly. Of course I did. I play everything perfect. Okay. <laughs> everything I do is perfect. Yeah. And, and my other question is um, at what point did you decide that you were going to have your two characters interact? I didn't decide. I think it's, I waited for it to be natural. Uh, okay. I I really thought that's what you wanted me to do. I didn't know if you wanted it to be a just like oh yeah, there's a turtle in a, a jail cell. I just figured oh well, if he's introducing him, I might as well make use of him. So I just, I ran with that. I didn't really have any plans <laughs> to get them interact because it's again it's difficult to just talk to yourself and have it recorded yeah yeah the that whole moment like my only goal um like overarching goal was to just have board be introduced so that if if any point you want to go to him or you want to have some funny thing where you know um you guys go for him to him for help or you know just he can come up in the story again yeah. You know, sort of thing. I, I, that was my overarching goal was just have that occur, and I just put it at your lap to what all 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 my plans were and everything that occurs in Stranger Damies is I just basically have a framework 
of what I want to occur, and then I let you guys sort of play in there and, and do what you want to do with it. Um, so my was just, I want to introduce him um, so that he's in the world and he's part of the canon. And then I wanted him to get out of that jail cell. Everything uh, else that happened, you guys, you you made those decisions, and they were great decisions. Well, again, I, I planned on doing all of that. Thing. Just, just running away with it. Uh-huh. Hit, hit a real home run. Yeah. Let's yes. please keep praising Dan for all of his great work. <laughs> doing so well. Yeah. So. Thank, thank um, you. I appreciate it. You're, you're so, welcome. Yeah. So, final question on this topic. Um, I wanted to leave it to the the other three panelists. Um, the, what what was your initial reaction when you realized what he was doing? Or what me and him had set up to occur here. Um, honestly, I was really confused because <laughs> I remember I took it as we were hearing a voice and I didn't know if it was like soldiers further down the hall. And then Dan started doing the Brooklyn accent and I just looked at him like, what, what is O'Craig doing right now? I, I'm so confused. And then I realized after a while that it was Bort and I kind of figured it was Sort of like, you know, oh, Craig is really squishy and he's already died once. So just in case he dies again, maybe Dan would want to be him kind of thing. But I was just really confused at first. I didn't know what was going on. It was it was really funny, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I was really surprised that he was bringing him in already. But, you know, he did just die. So they're, he's bound to be afraid of things now. So... Uh, having having Bort in the world is is helpful. Like in real life, afraid or in... <laughs> so I'm yeah, not, sure. I'm not, af- I'm not afraid of dying a fake death. Okay. <laughs> Say that now. You well, keep he... telling yourself that. Like I'm not I'm not beholden to my character. You know what I mean? Like if he dies, I'm not gonna go pout. And... He's he dies. Dies. Oh, Craig died. Wow, no. <laughs> you are just so cynical. <laughs> No, because it, it's it's not real. We know. No, it oh, is real. You ruined it. No. <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm not afraid to die. Can't be afraid to die because then you won't truly live. Oh my god. I am because I don't feel like making up another character. <laughs> I, I, I there have, it is. I have a bunch on the back burner anyway, so I, I don't. I have one. And you've put so much time into doing this character. I did. Mm. Just because I don't know how to write a backstory doesn't mean I put time in. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, anyway, Steph, what'd you think? Yeah, I was going to say, Steph, I think you're the only one that never interacted with Ford or heard him outside um, of the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was real confused because all I heard was Dan talking in a Brooklyn accent. And I was like, well, this is different and funny. Um, but yeah, I had no idea what to expect. So, it it wound up being pretty funny as we went through. And I kind of hope he stays around. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We will see. <laughs> yeah. That's a, he is just in the world now. So, you know, I just... I don't, I don't think I actually need to, like, pull him in at any point. Um, you guys can do that for me. Um, since you have him already working with the revolutionaries in Stillben. Uh, so my, 
<laughs> my uh, uh, next topic is basically, you know, this is more 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 in the general sense, um, in terms of uh, going into this first session of, you know, the still bend arc of this. Um, uh, what what did you think? Was it is it a little more involved than you were expecting? Involved how? Like, it's not just go in, kill one boss, and get out sort of place. No, I, I, I wasn't expecting it to be just a uh, paint-by-the-numbers encounter. I figure we would have to do some planning, and it wouldn't, you can't do this stuff in one shot. You would, you would run out of... Uh, you would run out of spells, you would run out of abilities so quickly. So you have to kind of pick and choose how to go about it. Knowing your extensive experience with RPGs, I figured it wasn't going to be so simple. No, I mean, it shouldn't have been. No, well, yeah, I mean, this we've been doing this for what, over a year now? So... Close to two, right? Yeah, it'll be two years next month. Yeah, two Ooh. years because I was in I was in the other house still. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. Uh, just judging from how long we've been doing it already, I can only imagine what else you have planned. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um, for me, I was not surprised because when I first started, um, well, when Latarius first came into the podcast. Um, Mark and I had talked, you and I had talked beforehand, um, and I kind of, both of us, I feel like, kind of assumed that we would go right to Stillbend when I first started, so yeah. I kind of have a little bit more in yeah. the back of my head about it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Steph's the only one that really knew the extent of Stillbend before <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> she got most of the general um, background uh, of it, so... Um, and yeah, I'm more curious as a, uh, fellow DM that's writing her own campaign, you know, did you, what did you think of the first foray and still been? Um, I'm with the rest of them. I'm not surprised at how much detail you're putting into it and then the steps that we're taking in order to get through still been. And I'm very happy with that because I don't want to rush through it, especially since this might be the conclusion of Stranger Damies, which I know we haven't decided on at all yet, but um, I feel like it's the biggest, it's our, it's our story arc, the biggest part, part in our story arc. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping to get everything out of it that you put in. And also because now I know how much work you do put into to <laughs> creating different encounters, you kind of hope that everyone gets to everything just so you can see your work in action. So I hope that we go through everything and get Astrat back and Absolutely. nobody else dies. Yes. But Someone we'll will see. probably die. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. But we'll yeah. see. I'm excited. Yeah, as I had said to you guys in the past, this it I can't really think of the, the term I'm looking for, but it it's sort of in the same realm as, you know, uh, you know, taking off the, the kid gloves sort of thing, where it's like decisions you make now aren't very like there's multiple a decision you make may not affect something you wouldn't know about for a couple sessions you know mm-hmm. you know so stuff like that is you know the actual mechanisms of 
uh, you know, a D&D campaign, mm -hmm. you know, where it's branching paths and all that kind of stuff that I have written in Stillbend. Um, that's what I'm most excited about. It's the first foray into um, this. The other, the other situations maybe had like one or two, maybe three branches, like things you could have done in uh, Zakara's hometown um, that would have had that go way differently. Um, you know, things that could have, you know, occurred in uh, Neverwinter at multiple points um, that could have changed that. You could have not went in the teleporter and wouldn't have known most of what's going on right now. <laughs> That's crazy. Because um, <laughs> you would have never found out, you know, Annie was a traitor. Um, but... Yeah, yeah, that stuff was like one or two branching points. Like, you would have found out eventually about the trading, but it would have been in a completely different way and probably not in a positive, you know, uh, sort of way. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, the um, yeah, the main thing uh, that, that I wanted to get with this is, is I just want to see, you know, it's, it's like one of those, I, I think I had said this before, I don't know if in private or in these podcasts, um, that... It's sort of like I'm feeling like still bend is like that that last test to see if, you know, how, you know, good you guys have, have picked up the game and the RPing and all that stuff. The sort of just so I know how big to make the second part of the Wild Stallions adventure or what to do with the, you know, whole new second campaign. The the you know? end of disc one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sort of thing is where yeah, if you want to think of it like something like that, where, you know, this is the point where, the, you know, you stop introducing things and going, all right, here's what you learned, and here's a bunch of stuff that has multiple solutions to it, and have at it. I like you that. Know, sort of thing. So, yeah, I'm excited. There's there's some funny things that I have planned, mm -hmm. um, like the end of the last episode, um, where I did an entire Dusty Roads promo. <laughs> um, well, I, I'll say 90% of it because Tom interrupted the last 5% of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't get over the fact that you were doing it. So, yeah, I have, I have funnier things like that in there, you know, in terms of, you know, I've done the 80s references throughout, but, you know, I think I got some good ones coming up. Um, so, the, the next part of this, I was... Hoping that Ant would be here um, tonight, but you know he's, you know, up, up with the, uh, the big man. He's working upstairs. for the man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, we did do a short reaction um, from you guys because uh, the last episodes before uh, the one that aired on Wednesday, um, we did our annual Halloween one shot, and uh, just I'll start everyone the. Um, have you listened to them yet, Steph? Um, not yet. Okay. Um, so just the, the, the three of you that were involved. Um, and then I'll add my opinion at the end and then, um, feel free to jump in with any questions you may have, Steph. Okay. <laughs> As they're explaining. Um, but yeah, just your general overall thoughts, uh, of, of the, this year's one shot and just that process overall. Uh, I'll go first then. Um, I thought it was really fun. I didn't know what to expect this year because the first time that we did a Halloween one-shot, 
it was Stephen King themed and it went through a bunch of different options. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of wondering which direction Ant was going to take it this time. Um, are we talking like spoiler style before I continue? Does it matter? Yeah, yeah this it's is already it. okay. aired after it. Okay, so, yeah. cool. Just want to make sure. Um, so I was obviously around Dan when he was making his character, so I knew that his character was based on a character from one of the Freddy... Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. So when he made it pretty obvious right away that it was going to be Nightmare on Elm Street themed, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, one thing I did learn for one-shots, which it only took me, what, three one-shots to learn this, <laughs> I really need to stop putting so much effort into my character yes, <laughs> for the one-shots because I had this whole backstory planned out and I, like, tap, like, not even touch the surface of it. So I was like, you know what, from now on, I'm just going to make this wacky, like, really basic character because I had all these plans and I never got to them, which is fine. Just save well, it for another time. You, yeah. you have to think that Ant has so much in store in his story that you're ne we're never going to get to anybody else's right. story. Right, <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I thought overall it was really fun. I started listening to it, I think, yesterday. And um, it's really good. I mean, even though we're playing characters that we've never played before, I think we all picked picked up our, our characters' intended personalities quickly. Um Tom, you're playing like the complete polar opposite of of Tiresias. Yeah, that was and I feel like funny. you're enjoying it, or you were enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Mark, your character was hilarious, and I, I was like crack up every time that you start talking. Um, just overall, I had a lot of fun with it. I think, I think we we all did, and nobody died. He started out by saying he wasn't going to take it easy on us, and nobody then he died. Did. And then he did because Tom almost died like five minutes in. Immediately. <laughs> so yeah, I had I had a good time with the one shot. Yeah, I thought, like Jen said, I I was basing my character off of a character in Nightmare on Elm Street Three: The Dream Warriors, and I picked my character would be able to go in and out of the dream world. And I didn't realize Anthony was creating his story based on a Nightmare on Elm Street. So I kind of wish he had told me so I could have created a different character. Because I asked him I asked him to make uh, Freddy's glove as a weapon. And he did, and then he took it immediately from me. And I'm like, all right, well, now I don't get to use it at all. So <laughs> that was kind of a waste. But I, it's always fun to do these. I'm a huge horror fan. So it's always fun to delve into and pay like homage to these horror movies in their own special, unique way. And Anthony does a good job with it, because he's also a very big fan of the horror genre. I I love them because they're always a surprise to me, because I don't watch horror movies. So I have no <laughs> idea what's coming. For the most truly surprised. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, I really don't know what's happening. Like, when Dan said who he was, I had no idea. No clue. I didn't know it. I don't know anything about Freddy at all. I know I know that he kills kids in their sleep. That's about it. That's about it. And I got the yeah. I got the basics. But yeah, I yeah. he's, Anthony usually does like a deep dive with a lot of his characters with these uh one shots, especially horror themed. So I figured I was gonna do the same thing. 
and it wound up, I guess, kind of backfiring. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, okay. Coming from, I, I think, if, if I understood what, what Ant was thinking, I think he gave you an opportunity to keep the glove. You just rolled poorly? He's No, or... he said he was going to make it, like, nearly impossible. Oh, okay. To keep yeah, it. I think like, I, I would have right. had, had to have rolled... No, I don't think I could have rolled anything. I think he said that his strength was like something around a 37 or something ridiculous. Yeah, like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah he, he, no he wanted to make it impossible. Okay. Pretty then much. I read that whole situation wrong. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I just... Coming into... the My favorite part, obviously, is being on the other side and really only have to concentrate on one thing <laughs> uh, for an entire uh, session. So that that's always the fun part about me, being... As you couldn't tell by my last two characters in the one shots, um, I, I I I agree with Jen in that the the right way to go about the one shot characters is just have some backstory, but have like just one thing about the personality, mm-hmm. like like my I, I this whole thing with th- this guy is that well outside of the rock references and stuff like that. Um, throughout it, which, which were pretty fun to play with. Um, Ant set me up for a couple. I don't know if he knew he set me up for a couple of them. but He, um, he fed you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only one we had planned was me and Dan. I was like, Dan, I'm going to do the it doesn't matter thing. You yeah. know, I, I thought we'd be introducing ourselves to each other. Right. You yeah, know? He, he, didn't, he didn't set it up yeah. for us. Yeah. Unfortunately. So I had to improvise and you know, sort of just asked Dan, who's that last guy we killed? <laughs> thing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, that was yeah. really funny. Yeah. Um, so outside of that, that was like, okay, that's one thing I can play with, but I can't really overdo. Um, and then the the other thing is just him being just a kind of a moron in the <laughs> sense, you know, he's just like, I just want to hit things with my hammers. When are we going to do that? <laughs> that door, you want that door down? All right. Boom. <laughs> Doors down. That's why I liked him because, I mean, even from, like, the rock references aside, which were hilarious, he was a mixture of that, like, dumb barbarian, but he had, like, a really sweet personality at the same time. Like, he felt so bad about breaking the door down that he gave the guy money just so he knew that it could be fixed, and he was just so (laughs) happy that it got fixed. Like, I just, I liked how you made that his personality. Yeah, yeah, it was, it it was a real nice thing to play off of, um... You know, play off of Ant in any of these situations. I learned my lesson the first time where I tried to make a uh, a little bit more um, complicated of a character mm-hmm. in terms of made him a little bit smarter, um, which isn't really, at least to me, to everybody else, you guys obviously have different preferences. But, um, you know, just being able to uh, have a little bit lower intelligence, you know, really works out um, well mm-hmm. in, in, in these situations. Especially, it's nice to be the comic relief, you know, <laughs> sort of thing. And, and I always like, um, you know, playing off Dan and, and, and bits there with him. But, yeah, the, the, the main thing I love about this is, is Ant's stories. Um, as much as he likes to say that, you know, oh, I didn't prepare and I didn't do all that. They all, they're all pretty concise. Yeah, and tight. You you can you can see that, you know that storyteller, you know that he is, 
um, sort of just come out whether he wants to, you know, admit that part or not that he did into it. But at no point did I feel like it was going off the rails. Um, Everything was said, you know. I think he's got a a bit more experience now doing this is his third one, right? Yeah. So so I think he, he understands what needs to be done now and how to move how to move a story along even yeah. if he wants even if he wants to just play off you and Dan for 20 minutes he knows he needs <laughs> to move it on yeah 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 that that's the one good thing that's probably the one thing i take from him watching is just at at times you know i might need to concise it and you know pull the rope in a little bit on you guys at times <laughs> um you know, as a group, like sometimes you'll just start repeating the same arguments, you know, <laughs> when you're having a debriefing or something like that. Sure. Um, you know, where maybe I should cut in there. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I, I was really uh, happy with how that came out. I love the idea of, you know, him putting the three characters in there, you know, of Jason, Michael Myers and and yeah. Freddie. Um and just a little, uh, I love the sweater thing, which was great. You know, it, it made you think, Dan, um, you know, which color was her sweater to kind of, kind of figure it out. Um, but yeah, the, the overall premise is, is the one shots are great. I think they're a great break, um, in the action. I mean, we don't have to do two, you know, one a year, maybe two, but you know, um, yeah, it's a good break. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he, we were saying it's, it's, and the the stories are always fun. Uh, it gives us a chance to try out new things. So, uh, I'm all. I would love to do my own at one point. I just need to work up the courage. I know mm-hmm. Jen's working on something. So it's, we have or we we might have, others coming down the pipeline. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Yeah, and. Also, in all this, can I explain how awesome it feels to play a character that doesn't give a shit? (laughs) Not have to be a paladin? Not have to be a paladin and not worry about doing the right thing at all times. Yeah. It helped that that Jenny was the same type of character, so we could (laughs) kind of play off each other a little bit. We totally both went that route, though. Like, I didn't really even realize I was doing it, but we were, like, both enjoying not being straight-edge kind of <laughs> characters. <laughs> like, yeah, I could just do whatever I want and say whatever I want and not have to worry about it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's fun. Um, it's nice to, to let your hair down a little bit every so often. <laughs> you know, when especially when you're playing a lot of lawful, good, you know, characters. Um, the Yeah, so the, uh, the next part of this... Um, is sort of um, more I wanted to do just a, an outside the game question. Um, and for each of you, um, feel free to just jump in and out um, and we can bring Steph back into the conversation. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Hello. Here um, I am. So my thoughts were, and we all know personally the answers to these questions, this question that I'm going to ask um, because we discuss D&D all the time in our, in our Facebook chat. Um, but for the audience out there, um, since we're going up on about two years here, what has changed in out of, you know, since you started playing D&D in terms of, um, your thoughts on tabletop gaming and, 
you know, even D&D itself and what have you surprised yourself with um, in, the, in the two years um, that you've been doing this that you didn't think was going to happen uh, when we started? Um, I'll actually start. Although I haven't been with the campaign for nearly as long as everyone else. Um, and when I first came into it, I had only played once or no, twice. I'd played twice, twice before um, jumping into this campaign, which I was super nervous about, which people probably know if they listen to the last uh, Talking With Strangers or the one before. Um, but since then, I've learned a lot about the game. I'm obsessed with it, obviously. I like hype it up to everybody who has zero interest in it, but they'll still listen, so it's fine. Um, and I've learned a lot about, like, I don't know, I just feel really attached to Latari now. Like, obviously, I know she's not real, but I feel really attached to her and her storyline and just the storyline that the Wild Stallions are going in right now. So, although I haven't been part of the group for nearly as long, I'm going to miss it if it uh, does end. Oh, it won't end that soon. <laughs> True. Um, I do have to say I'm I'm glad that I have Mark because he's helped bring my character along because we all know I'm no writer. Uh, so any any backstory has really been bounced off of me from him more than me trying to terribly make it up. Um, but it has definitely given us a little more. Uh, substance to Tiresias as opposed to just being the straight man all the time. Yeah, I think for me, I, I know I've said this a few times, but I had no idea. I didn't know anything about the game. I kind of just decided to play it because everyone was interested in it and I thought, why not? It would be a cool you know, thing for us to do and hang out at the same time. I'm sure it would be fun. And I literally got in so deep with my character creation and mm -hmm. just fell in love with it really quickly. Um, and I surprised myself in that way. I mean, Mark saw my novel of a backstory and Dan made fun of me for it. And, um, and now I'm writing my own campaign. So I think in a little bit less than two years, I'm just surprised at how much I've come to enjoy the game. It's just not something I ever saw myself doing up until about two years ago. I've been, I'm racking my brain to think what has changed. And, hmm, I think I've grown more cynical <laughs> of, you know, of, of other D&D &D games and really just enjoy playing our game. Because uh, the community is kind of like hit or miss with D&D. &D. Well, there it goes. <laughs> easy, easy, Dan. Let's not forget it at all. I'm not. I'm not bad mouthing anyone. I'm. I, I notice the, the the community could be like real. Uh, what's the word? Like they could really like hammer you if you do something wrong. There's there's a lot of people intense. who are very intense about the rules, and yeah. then there's some people who are very lax. Right. So I mean, it's, it's, that's yeah. It's any community. It's you know, yeah. video games are the same way. It's the same deal with, um, you know, like professional gamers or someone who just plays you know candy crush it's the same I, type of thing 
I think more so than anything, I'm, I want to look forward to how we can improve this one instead of looking back. Mm. Like, you nerds. Whoa. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's grown more cynical. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely want to put more effort into figuring out how to make it a better product. And You're talking, like, on a production level? Every level. Just getting the name out there. All the levels. Production. Uh, and, and even making... Obviously, you should always want to improve on yourself. And try to help others improve. So maybe for the next campaign, we all help Tom write a backstory. Or we all chip in and do something. You know, it's... That would be cool if each of us helps you write a piece of your backstory, Tom. And then we all surprise each other. <laughs> with like <laughs> facets of your backstory, well, it'll be your Frankenstein's monster, right? And it'll just be the most story. random character ever. He might be more uh, confused. <laughs> I'm alright with being confused. That's fine. <laughs> You're like, I'm down. I could be the confused guy next time. <laughs> yeah, the new old Craig. <laughs> yeah, and, and on my end is, um, I didn't. I was. Um, for those of you that don't know the creation of it, I was one that originally asked if everyone wanted to do it and was completely nervous about it um, mm -hmm. because, um, as I think me and Dan have talked about before, um, that growing up being a, a nerdy kid into video games and stuff like that, there was always that red line that was like, at least I don't play D&D. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sort of. well, when was, I grew yeah. up, there was no D&D in my neighborhood. Yeah. Like we played video games, we played poker. Oh, uh, yeah. But, I mean, that was it. You know? Well, it, yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was... people swear that D&D &D was, like, prevalent back in the, the 90s. And it wasn't. Early 2000s. There's no way it was. It was not. No yeah, one like I knew. Now. No. It, it was very much a closed doors thing that no one bragged about. Maybe? Up until pretty recently. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's... Yeah. I, I still maintain that it's only become popular in the past five years six years maybe i mean the internet stranger has a things. lot to do with that yes right well right. that and, and critical role yeah but and, stranger yeah. things came out first yes, that's what I was and saying. then i think it just snowballed from there which, you know yeah. is fine but there, uh, people will say like oh it's been around forever like, yeah it's been around forever but it hasn't been popular and probably even longer well it's yeah. never been mainstream right until now right i uh, agree not until, you know, Stranger Things came out and everything. Because if you if you told someone you played D&D &D in the 80s or the 90s, they would think you were, you know, a nerd, loser. Right. right. And... They would want to stay as far away from you as possible. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's just not the way it works now. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, cool. I've been amazed at seeing yeah. the people, like, different kinds of people that play D&D. &D. It's, it's, it's amazing. Well, now you have, in schools, they have D&D &D clubs. And uh, even I was thinking of bringing that up to the high school where I'm substitute teaching at. Hey, listen, I don't know if you have this, but maybe it'd be a good idea. Because, like, studies show it helps with teamwork, like team building. Some confidence. Uh, That's a good yeah, confidence, creative, uh, creative thinking. Writing. Writing, <laughs> problem solving. Yeah, yeah just so, so yeah, many I, things. I mean, when we were growing up, the, that red line for me was World of Warcraft, which is basically D&D, <laughs> &D, the video game. So... Uh, it's, yeah, essentially. It, I, I feel I feel one. like <laughs> I feel like people, you know, just how analog stuff has come back, how 
uh, you know, vinyl has come back. People want to have come back to wanting to play a tabletop game with something feasible in your hand and you're rolling dice. Yeah. I I feel like it's just a, a cyclical thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, that red line was there for that. And, you know, I was afraid to cross it with everyone. I'm glad everyone did. But now I feel like and uh, that red line has now moved up to LARPing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my college had a LARP group. And they literally had parking signs that said um, LARP parking only. Yeah. I don't even understand why, but they had them like all over town. The good good news is, I think our age will prevent us from ever stepping over that line. Yeah, I'm never going there. We may may cosplay or, you know, things like that, but going out onto a field and hitting each other with foam swords. Probably not happening. Yeah, I only use the real sword. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We all know Dan has a sword, so. Dan has two swords. (laughs) And some batterings. So, yeah, yeah, I'm finishing my point. The, you know, I, I, you know, was nervous, and then you guys just um, jumped on it from that first session. I mean, there were some hiccups along the way as some people got a little more comfortable doing, you know, the, like the confidence thing Dan talks about, you know, that D&D builds is, you know, you get more, you know, open up and, and do a little bit more. Like the, the big difference between, you know, uh, Tom's interactions with the group from episode one to, you know, the ones in the late last 20 or so, you know, are vastly different. Um, and and even even Jenny, to some extent, you know, it took a little while before, you know, opening up with that voice. And it just... You know, now uh, there are times where, like I just said, where I feel like I got to okay, guys, let's uh, <laughs> let, let's get back to the story. You don't need to be sitting around a table, you know, for 30 minutes. I feel like that uh, happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was what I was worried about in the beginning, that that would never happen. That I would have all this material and it would be like, it'd be like a two-hour thing. Um, well, now, now you have to stop it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I love. And... It also, I've always been a guy that has, you know, wrote stories and, um, you know, always liked to tell a good story uh, from, you know, having having the journalistic background. You know, I, I like that stuff and being able to present something to people and just seeing their reaction to it um, has always been something I love to do. And it's just great. That, that's my thing that I've grown here is is how much into I am looking things up and you know, checking into the history of D&D, you know, with some of the villains and characters and locations and trying to interact, you know, that with the the setting I sort of backed ourselves into because I was nervous at first by putting it in the critical world, uh, critical role universe um, there and just writing the second campaign on the side and and doing all that stuff and just figuring out all the classes because I got to be just about every class a good bit at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and just how they work and sort of helping you guys out. And, you know, um, I know Dan sort of alluded to it, but, um, I found myself like, I'm less worried about keeping up with shows like Critical Role and from week to week, uh, just because, you know, I'm all in on trying to figure out our story. Yeah. Um, sort of, you know, instead of, you know, uh, doing, you know, oh God, I got to four hours i gotta get it in you know like it's a gym routine or something 
Um, Speaking of the gym, <laughs> missing the gym to be here. Oh, is that why you're in such a bad mood? <laughs> I'm in a fine mood. He's just more cynical now. Yeah. Full yeah. <laughs> um, yes. I'm, I'm yes. a little hungry too, so. Yeah. I'm so, hungry. So somebody Aww. get somebody get Dan a vegan sandwich. <laughs> Well, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> now he's in a wallet. Let's yes. go. Yeah, so so essentially that's how my thing is changed. Essentially, it was a thing that I came to because I caught Critical Role. Um, what did I see? I think I saw them do like a one shot with one of the video game podcasts, either either GameStop, with GameStop, Jesus, GameSpot, or uh, kind of funny. Uh, one of them, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. These people seem pretty cool. What What is this critical role? And then set it off from there, and I learned all about D&D that I... The, the only reference I had is my oldest cousin um, had the red box in his room when I was like in like late 80s, early 90s when I was younger and had no idea what it was. Um, and I think it was just in the corner because he had it when he was a you know, around 10 years old. Um, but yeah, that was my uh, first experience learning all that and then getting into it. And now it's just, I paid $15 to put an ice cream scoop and a bunch of dice and, <laughs> and, and pay for it. We all did that. Uh, that sounds so I, glamorous. <laughs> I, bought, I bought way more minis than I ever needed to, to buy. Um, I started painting minis. <laughs> and, um, yep. you know, just things I never thought I would do. I'm, I'm deciding on what kind of thing to buy so that I can zoom in closer on the minis, um, while painting them. Um, oh, Mark, I can find something for you. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm deciding between do I get like that dentist thing they put over the eyes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to it zoom it in, or, or do I get the thing that's a giant magnifying glass? Sort of. Yeah. yeah. So I. My Amazon searches have changed. Um, <laughs> well, it's, I, a, it's a hobby. It's just like anything yeah. else. I mean, um, I have a lot of hobbies, and they're very expensive. So just throw another one in there. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just... I. You look at my Amazon uh, recommendations, and you either think I'm like uh, a 13-year-old kid learning D&D for the first time, or I'm a jewel thief. So, <laughs> one or the other, right? Uh, so, yeah, uh, essentially, you know, I'm, uh, I say this, I think every other talking to strangers, I always bring up that I'm glad you guys went along for the ride because it's been fun. Um, even though that first episode didn't get off on the greatest foot because that will always be burned into my memory on a, on a, on a sports reference. It was the uh, day that uh, Carson Wentz tours ACL. Um, and John let me know in the chat while I was in the middle of explaining something with just the <laughs> classic line, Wentz tours ACL, brah. <laughs> I don't I remember don't, that. Well, I don't think John really grasped what was like, like <laughs> yeah. it's like a live set or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it we was didn't really, funny. we didn't really say that's what was happening. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, just and typed then... it in the chat as I'm trying to explain something. <laughs> I'm like trying not to get distracted, but yeah. So it burned in my memory that 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 was the f our first session was that day. But um, yeah. So and uh, I'll double back right 
you know, as we change subjects here coming up to something, uh, to just clarify something Jenny said, um, tech, Stranger Damies will live on. Um, it would just be the end of the Wild Stallions campaign. Right. Um, so any of you out there freaking out, <laughs> Stranger Damies not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> we will keep doing this until I'm dragging a corpse across the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, guys, we have to get to the end. <laughs> Please. Oh, we'll get so there, one way or the other. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so as as we transition uh, here to the uh, last third of the podcast here, which is sponsored by Wendy's. No. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, there I go the wish. rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> and Amazon. Uh, oh man. So. All right, uh, Stranger yes. Demons. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> We do have Extra Life coming up um, on Saturday here. Um, and, you know, uh, I just, one last Stranger Damies question, uh, because since it does lead off Extra Life, um, I just want to pose it to you guys. And it's, I probably already know the answer, and it's probably a short answer. Um, when we did this last year, is there any difference? while you guys are playing, knowing that there might be a live crowd watching rather than when we're recording? No, I've, I've uh, told a bunch of my co-workers that we're, that we're doing this. So they said that they would tune in. I'm excited. Uh, I know they're going to... Uh, uh, you? Yeah, smack, <laughs> they're going to smack talk. But, you know, I, I told them I would rather have any type of interaction than no yeah. interaction. Yeah. I, I agree. I'm looking forward to the possibility of people, of knowing that people are watching us live and, and possibly trying to interact with us. Um, I feel like that's something that it's kind of like hopefully the next step for us. Sure. You know, is doing some of our sessions even live um, and interacting with fans. So I think I think that's something that's, that would be really cool and I'm hoping for that. And of course, to get donations as well for the the charity that we're playing for yeah even more important yeah. obviously uh but yeah i think it's important to and that's kind of, i think that kind of ties into what my answer was to your other question mark about uh what has in the past uh two almost two years uh, this is something i want to really focus on getting more interaction with other people if mm -hmm. possible yeah. yeah i mean i don't think anything changes really having a live audience like things i would say or or how my character would act i don't think anything like that would change but for sure it's a different uh it's a, it's a different mindset knowing that you're gonna have someone possibly react to what you're doing or tell you that that was dumb or whatever it's just nice to it's nice to have a little input from from at the outside every once in a while absolutely yeah and 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 that's the the thing from my end is um you know, it's, uh, you know, uh, I can, I, there's always an audience in my mind that I have to think of, uh, when I'm writing the stories, like I don't want to get too bogged down in the details because people might tune out, um, when the normal episodes are going, um, with the live sessions, um, you know, we might have to talk about this more to figure out during the breaks what exactly to do. Maybe we answer questions or, you know, you know, whatever we do there, but, um, you know, it's sort of those things where, okay, I might get some live feedback to what, um, you know, I'm going on. If that thing was really funny, did that, did that joke hit? 
Um, you know, what would have been the reaction to the Dusty Rhodes thing with yeah. everything, everybody watching? Um, you know, the Annie reveal, the, um, it happened at the very end or near the middle of the last one, um, when we kidnapped Astaroth, uh, during the last Extra Life stream. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, it's a classic yeah. moment. So it'll be about a year <laughs> since Astaroth's been gone. Uh, so sad. It's been over a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would have been, yeah, it would have been last yeah, year. Yeah, 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 would have been over, yeah, it's over a year. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, from my perspective, that's that's just what I um, look forward to with this is, is just seeing how this evolves and grows and, you know, being being the DM and concentrating on the story and all that. I I am proud to see, you know, the things that Dan does with the Twitter account and um, the the Instagram account that Jenny, you know, runs and just and, and all the production and upgrading that that Tom and Ant you know, have done in terms of the technical side, um, figuring all that stuff out and then being able to integrate, um, someone, you know, like Steph into, into the party and not have it feel weird or awkward or, you know, ruin the momentum of anything Mm -hmm. has been, you know, there's been these steps along the way, um, that I think extra life is sort of our, our blowout to see if we're, have we improved? You yeah. know, in in the last in the last year since we're doing it live, and there's no, I can't tell Tom, hey, pause this, you know, we got to cut this or edit this. It's all, this is what's going out, and this there's is no like, there's no yeah. safety net. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> pretty yep. much. So, yeah. yeah, so that that that's the fun part to me, um, and yeah. So, moving on, if you if you only came to this podcast for D and D stuff, we can kind of cut out right now. Because um, the rest of this will just be talking about our preparations and thoughts and about the actual Extra Life, which I'll go on my spiel now. Um, it starts 9 a.m. November 16th, Eastern Standard Time. Um, so just got to figure that out on the Google machine, what that means for you listening out there. Um, and we'll start off with Stranger Damies and then we'll move in uh, to video games. We have a couple things planned. Um, I think the original plan is we're going to do some PC stuff like... Maybe like uh, my Zelda randomizer or Untitled Goose Game and things like that um, just to get started so that when we do get into consoles, we are just going into consoles from there and don't have to go back to the PC. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing, you know, uh, vintage games, um, you know, first person shooters. There's going to be a Jackbox, which might be must see TV um, in there. And. You know, and we'll have that overnight, you know, midnight to 9 a.m. That is always a crapshoot on how exactly <laughs> that's going to go. But with more people involved, you know, it should be it should be a little more fun than dragging as in years past. Um, so be sure to tune in. It's twitch.tv slash the main Um Join us there. You can chat. I'm sure, you know, we'll be able to interact, you know, since only one or two people really have to concentrate on the video game um itself so um looking forward to that um we are raising money for the children's hospital of philadelphia you can uh donate now or you can wait till um saturday uh it is at tinyurl.com slash extra life four that is the number four um and uh we're so far we're at 135 dollars of our um 500 limit um we would love to hit it 
uh, that night. Um, but yeah, we got you got 24 hours to kind of bridge that $370 gap. So um, hopefully we can do it this year. Uh, so without further ado, um, I'll, I'll put it to uh, uh, Jenny and, and, and Dan, um, who were going, I guess, going to attempt to do the uh, full thing this year. Um, it's your first time going into it. What are your thoughts? Are we going to attempt to do the whole thing? You say that every time, and I say yes. I, <laughs> well, it'll be... Oh, man. Yeah, see. Uh, the only reason I say it is because of the dogs, obviously. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. We're going to do it, and it's going to be fun and tiring, and we're going to drink lots of coffee and soda Ew. and eat lots of donuts. No, we're not. And pizza. We're doing none of that. <laughs> and vegetarian chili. Yeah, we're we're going to make vegetarian chili. And then we're not gonna eat donuts. Yeah, we are. No, we're gonna we we're gonna bring tired. we're gonna bring bi water, and we're gonna drink a bunch of bi water. <laughs> what was the original question? <laughs> or are we excited? I'm really excited. I think it's gonna be fun, and I like you said, Mark. I think it's gonna help take the pressure off of you and Aunt because I know I, at least last year I know you guys were the last ones standing, and I keep bringing this up, but I just remember. The next day, randomly just tuning into the Twitch channel and re-watching the end to see what you guys ended with. And just seeing Ant sitting on the couch by himself for the last hour playing, <laughs> playing Red, Red Dead, Dead right? and just yeah. falling asleep. And his horse is just aimlessly walking through a field. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. I think, honestly, so I think we should do shifts yeah, towards I'm sure the end. We could. Like, oh, that's right, what you like... guys did last year, right, Mark? It's you like guys taking did, like, a yeah, walk in D&D. Yeah, we got, we got to the point where our, our age caught up with us in terms of that. Um, Wait, it was like, as like, Aunt, I can't. I need to go sit in the kitchen and put my head down for about 20 minutes. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I think the best case scenario is you, you power through for as long as you can. And then once you, you reach the early hours of the next day, you just kind of like, all right, I'm going to take an hour nap. And you're doing shifts. You know, so like, so Jen and I take a nap and Mark and Anthony and Tom or whoever's doing their thing. We come back and then someone else. Yeah, takes it's it. so like it's in like, D&D, whoever's taking watch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then we take watch and then <laughs> we get ambushed. Yeah. Was, people are going to break. People are going to break into <laughs> well, Tom's house and ambush us. It's going to be that goose. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, so luckily here we have access to every game system you can think of and probably most every game you can think of so yeah if if worse comes to worse you just put on a game you know you're gonna play for a half hour or an hour and you just you just play that and you're good yeah yeah i'm all i'm all good with it i'm excited i'm uh uh i don't know if there's anything i'm looking forward to more than the D&D. Entitled, untitled goose game. I don't really I don't really care much for that. Is it a goose or a duck? It's a, it's a goose. It is a goose? Okay, I wasn't sure. Uh, I what about Jackbox? Jack, oh, Jackbox Jack was hilarious last yeah, year. I'm, 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 hoping we can, I'm hoping we can get John to stick around long enough to play Jackbox. Who yeah. was Pee Pee Pants or whatever? <laughs> Probably Anthony. Must make that was John. <laughs> that was John. Must make yeah. Pee Pee? Must make Pee Pee is John. Pee Pee Pants. <laughs> talking about no one else does it's listening now yeah, yeah all I the know. more reason to tune in yeah I, I am currently downloading party pack six right now 
so. Oh. Nice. We'll have that at our disposal, which has a couple good games on it. Um, And obviously, I have all six of them, so, you know, we'll be... We'll be able to go to our favorites at any point for Jackbox. Um, I just know me and me and Tom will, you know, be ready with our monster energy drinks while playing Death Stranding at some point. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we'll be we'll be prepared. <laughs> and that's for a reference to anybody playing Death Stranding. We'll kind of get that. Um, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a thing. You'll see tomorrow, Jen. Okay. We're recording this before the surprise stream, uh, the Friday surprise. before. Yeah, surprise. Um, There'll probably be so. another surprise stream the day before Extra Life Two. Just a yeah. heads up. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll be we'll follow the twitters. You'll be able to get it. But uh, yeah, so so Tom, with you know having all this stuff at your at our disposal now, is there anything you're um, really excited to you know test out or have us play that we weren't really able to do in the past? Yeah, I think I think I'm excited to like pull out a game that you guys are just not prepared for. I have an idea and I don't know how well it's going to work, but <laughs> um it's just it's just a goofy game, which is the whole point of these things is yeah. to have a goof, goofy games to play. But I I think I I like having the ability to just walk over to the shelf and just grab something. Because we have, I have so many multiplayer games, and th- just the fact that we actually have people to play the multiplayer games this year, yeah, uh, was going to make life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people don't have to sit and watch one person play for the whole time, but we can do that because that's part of the joy too. Is like when you see Ant and I play. Uh, what the hell was that game? Wheelman. Wheelman oh, with Vin I was Diesel. That. Yeah, uh, I bought that on a whim for seven bucks at GameStop, and it turned out to be the best moment of that. Just because that it was, life. just because it was so bad, it was good. Um, those those are the the gold the gold mines that you just don't see coming, and I, I I'm hoping we're gonna have a couple of those this year. Yeah, yeah, there there should be some fun to be had with that stuff. Um. Yeah, um, I look forward to this every year. Um, I am slightly relieved just from in a personal sense that you are hosting it this year. <laughs> um, just from the sheer fact of um, you already have the setup. Um, I would have to rearrange my living room to sort of get the setup going. Yeah, I always, so. I always felt bad when we'd be coming over there going, man, Mark's got to change around his whole house for us to stay here for a night. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of, I, I was kind of happy that you said, yeah. oh, that you said yes to, to having it here, yeah, it because, just, it, yeah, it makes my life slightly easier. Yeah, um, makes your life easier, makes our my life easier. Yeah, so. and um, well, you know, you know, still have the same, you know, uh, schedule set up. Like the first person shooters will be, you know, when we have, you know, our buddy John there. Um, so you'll get to see me be really terrible at it and either uh, make one of the th- four people that like first-person shooters in the room um, angry um, <laughs> at how much I don't care how bad I am. Uh, no, it, it won't be me getting angry at you. It'll be getting angry at Dan for <laughs> for shit-talking <laughs> while never. beating us. Never, never, ever, <laughs> ever, ever would I do that. That would never, so, that would never happen, ever. 
Yeah, so, I'm so out of practice anyway. You say that. Here we now. go. Here it comes. You, did we not talk about this on the last game ball? <laughs> yeah. That very line. I'm not very good at it anymore. And then you and John just kicking ass without hesitation. Um, we'll fall back into form. Most exactly. That's, that's exactly it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping to. Um, we might need to check out red boxes around you, Tom, to see if there's. Uh, uh, if I can stop and grab Call of Duty instead of the tradition oh, yeah. that we played the new Call of Duty every every extra life. Uh, yeah, I have I have one not too far, so we can check that out. Yeah, because it seems to be some of those high games are hard to find. Like I'm hoping we can find a WWE 20 and play that broken ass game. Oh God, uh, it's gonna be so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, so my my final thing here is um. You know, we got a couple days from when this airs to um, when we play. Uh, so, you know, hit, hit up all the social medias that we have, you know, at the main Damie, at Game Vault Pod, at Stranger Damies, you know, our personal ones, which, um, you know, uh, you can, if you want to, those are probably the least um, likely ones that we would be paying attention to for games. Uh, what I want to do with game suggestions. Like if anybody has a game suggestion out there that they would like us to play or try, um, put that on there. Um, I think we're going to slowly be building up to one of the things I've always wanted to put in this, which is just, you know, uh, donations to make us do stupid stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. but I don't think we're at that point yet with an audience. Um, but I think, I think we'll be getting there soon, but I would like at least some audience participation, you know, either day of or the couple days from now until then, just sort of interact and let us know what you would like to see um, on the broadcast there. So um, before we head out, guys, um, any final thoughts on, you know, coming up Extra Life here, D&D, &D, you know, Stranger Damies? Um, I'm really looking forward to all of the above. I think it's going to be a really fun time next weekend. Like you just said, for everyone listening, please feel free to interact. Um, tune in, you know, for Extra Life, even if you can't donate. Um, you know, just let us know that you're there in support of what we're doing for the charity that we're donating to. Um, and then just going forward, just looking forward to more interaction in general, more um, fan questions. We're going to be possibly going to PAX Unplugged, so maybe running into some people there, who knows? So I don't, I'm just really excited about the direction that we're heading in as the main Damie, I don't know, what do you call us? Like, not company, Family but, of Network. But yeah, yeah, there you go. The main Damie family of networks. We have so many podcasts and some good things in the works, so it's all good things all up from here. That's my spiel. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm real excited. I know we've been talking about it for probably a, whole, a year now i'm just excited for our our um production level to increase again because we've we've steadily been getting better got better audio we had a we had a a, a place to actually do D, D and record it i'm i'm hoping over the winter that we'll get a better place we'll see what happens we can handle the cold we'll see <laughs> um but i am excited because the fact that we're all interested in upgrading things means we're still into it we still want to do it um we haven't lost interest so 
uh, I'm really liking that, and I'm 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 happy to put in the work if we all care this much about it. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, eating vegan chili. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and the the chocolate frosted donut that Tom's wife will be. Oh providing. no no! You said we're not eating donuts. We can have a donut. No. Uh, <laughs> one single solitary donut. Dan, I'll I'll let you use the uh, the resistance bands while you're while you're here. You, you don't have to oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, some, at least you're thinking of me, Tom. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, if it wasn't too expensive, I would go buy the Nintendo exercise resistance. Oh, the Ring Fit fans. Adventure? Oh. Yeah. But that yeah, that's out of the price range for just <laughs> Just for a joke? <laughs> just, for, just for extra life. You know. I did I did buy the uh when for the first one, one of the, the badass like not badass, but you know, bad games uh that I bought was was the biggest loser game. Um, which is sort of a mini exercising game for the Wii. Didn't you buy like an M&M game too? Yes, I bought M&M Beach Party, which is That's right. terrible. <laughs> is that about the candy or the wrapper? <laughs> the candy. Because oh, okay. either one would be wild. It was wild. about the wrapper. <laughs> um, and then also the other one, which just turned out to be generic, I played it before, was not played it before, but I played it before that stream, was I bought a paintball game. Um, like national paintball championships or something. Paintball games are never good. Um, I was like, oh, this is just boring. I thought this would be broken. But um, <laughs> yeah. So look out to see if we have any surprises in that. And really weird if I stop by a GameStop beforehand and see, hey, what do you got in a $3 bin here? <laughs> uh, maybe I'll find another wheel man to, that has air jacking in it. Oh, so might good. be the, so good. the single most. Uh, impressive moment in our in our <laughs> thing here where you guys were just like that was pure joy from you and aunt when it, you realized it, what air jacking was it was so good <laughs> I, I can't i i really hope we get another another <laughs> yeah. moment like that yeah it was it was pure gold um yeah so my final thought is essentially you know please join us even if like jen said you know even if you're um not able to uh, donate, signal boost, watch us, tell your friends to watch us, um, sort of just interact. We'd like to have a, you know, uh, a fun day of, um, you know, just, just playing games, hanging out, hanging out with you. Um, so, you know, just have some fun. Uh, and uh, hopefully um, you like what you see in terms of the Stranger Damey stuff and you continue um, on or catch up on previous episodes um and all that and then you know just things we do for the future you know we hope that this extra life is a nice good every year it's like our reset point where i try to introduce something new um you know uh i think last year is when we started talking about going the video um for stranger damies and we finally we accomplished that early in this year um and then before that was actually starting stranger damies so you know there's always an announcement you know, um, at, at, during our extra live streams. Uh, so, yeah, be, be tuned into that. We'll just keep it vague there. Um, so, for my guests here, Tom, Jen, Steph, um, who I believe is still here. Yep, I sure am. <laughs> and Dan. Um, 
thanks for listening and um is it wednesday yet yeah.